on, everybody. Here we go. Off to Neverland. Welcome to Detour to Neverland. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Where we interview Disneyers to discover unique ways to express your love for Disney. Think of the happiest thing. Now here's your host, Brendan Wright. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. With us today is Crystal, who is the Canadian Momsketeer. You can find her at thecanadianmomsketeer.com and also on Instagram by that same name. So, Crystal, thank you so much for joining us, giving us a little bit of an international, still North American twist on the Disney magic. So if you can go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us maybe just a little bit about your blog and about your Instagram page. Hi, yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, my name is Crystal, and I live in Langley, B.C., which is just roughly around half an hour outside of Vancouver. And I started a blog, um, like you just mentioned. It's the Canadian Momsketeer. And basically, I decided to start the blog because we would take these annual trips with our family to Disney, and every time I would come home, I would have sort of like a Disney hangover, I would call it, where I kept going back and like looking at what I could have done differently or what I missed about it already. And I just found being a Canadian, we kind of get shafted a little bit. <laughs> um, and how I mean shafted is just uh, our dollar is definitely not even anywhere near close to being par right now. I think it's at like a dollar thirty um, for us to buy one of your dollars. And I just, I would always get emails or messages from friends and family asking advice on their trip on how they could save or what specific outfits I'd have my kids in or just so many different little things. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and start the blog. So yes, that's exactly why I started it. Awesome. And so kind of what is your angle? And you, you spoke on a little bit about trying to make the Canadian dollar go further. What's kind of yeah. your angle and what kind of content do you enjoy writing and, and what kind of content can our listeners expect uh, by following along with you? Um, well, I just, if I see something locally, like at the malls, or if there's a deal on something, I'll definitely like to, um, I'm going to start posting more about that kind of uh, angle about it. But uh, even just like little tips, like when you're at the park, because like I said, I have three kids and a lot of DUI or do-it-yourself projects, I guess, that the kids have seen at the park. And I was like, hey, you know what, we can re recreate that in our own home. Um, that's kind of more of the angles that I'm going to be going for. Good deal. So I want to turn it back a little bit and you have a great blog post on this. Um, and so people definitely need to go read that, but kind of tell us how did your love for Disney begin and kind of how did it evolve over time? Yeah, for sure. So basically, um, obviously being a kid, uh, back in the day we didn't have iPods and all that kind of stuff. So we turned to movies and cartoons and, Naturally, Disney was and still is one of the biggest things out there. So I obviously gravitated towards watching those on my spare time, and I just I loved it. And when I was around seven years old, my aunt took me to Disneyland with her because uh, she has only one child, and it was a nice companionship. And so I went, and it was just like everything I had ever hoped for. I remember I have this picture of me. I love Beauty and the Beast, and I was dancing with the Beast, and it was just like the most magical thing ever. And then obviously, as I grew up, um, I just, it wasn't always 
so important in life, I guess. Like you're more worried about school or friends and all that kind of stuff. And like I touched on with the blog, once I had my kids, it was just like everything comes back magnitude like times 100. Like with my son, with Toy Story, he was like one or two years old watching that. And it was like so funny because it would literally like make me tear up when he was like, thinks that they were like just everything they were his best friends and he would tuck them in and just definitely being brought um bringing disney under that light of um once you're a mother is just like so next level so yeah definitely just um yeah i don't know it was just it's just so magical i just can't even describe it when you witness it through your children's eyes i guess is Mm -hmm. the best way to say it yeah, that's um, and 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 I noticed that you put it on your blog that now you guys and you mentioned it earlier you, now you guys are visiting annually. So what has that been yeah. like now? Where you're getting, you know, you always have another trip to look forward to to be able to go back to that magical place. It's just it's so awesome because even though we go every year, like last year um, or this year, I've been so fortunate. We've gone three times, and it's just every time I go back, there's always still something that I'm like, okay, we, we didn't do this, or I really want to do this, or you just love it so much. And there's just so much to see, so many neat, like, neat places to stay at. Like, it's just, and Disney grows, like, every year. So it's so crazy because when one of the last times we went there, it was Paradise Pier, and then we come back, like, six months later, and it's Pixar Pier, and then now Bugs Land is closed, or Guardians of the Galaxy reopened, like, it's just, it's so cool how they evolve, which sometimes I can admit it's not always easy letting go, like, with with Paradise Pier, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're closing it, and then when it reopens, you're just, like, so blown away, so yeah, there's definitely always something to look forward to when going with Disney, and, like, my kids are getting older, so it's, like, getting into new phases with them to be able to enjoy things that we weren't necessarily able to enjoy the previous time. So, yeah, it's just, it's been so great. And I'm so excited. And, like, once they get a little bit older, like, we want to take them to Disney World just because we've heard it's, like, obviously Disneyland times 30. So <laughs> uh, we just want to make sure they're old enough and prepared to be able to um, to handle the heat and everything. But, yeah, it's just, it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. A couple of things that stood out to me were I'm not a parent yet, but I do have a niece. And so we're in the process of starting to talk about, well, when can we take her on our first trip? Uh, ours would be to Disney World. And we've kind of already had those conversations. Well, well, now that we have this niece, we can continue going back. And as, as she gets older, she'll have different interests and she'll have different rides that she wants to ride. So I assume kind of you guys have a, a similar um, angle on it where as your kids grow older, there's new rides that they want to experience or there's new movies that come out or they just get different interests that that they can go and experience in real life. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like obviously Disney is evolving too. And like you said, there's new movies and like this, uh, this 2019, like, like I was talking about toy story. We're so excited because there's going to be toy story four released in June. So I'm like kind of angling going around then with our kids next just because I know that there will be some uh, – like Disney's really good at including what their – like their movies in with uh, their park schedules. So I'm sure there's going to be like a cool setup where you can go and um, do neat activities for the movie. And, yeah, they're just it's, – it's so cool. So – 
if you can give me a little bit of an insight into, I know, uh, obviously we all know that Disney is an international company, has an international presence, and and the love for Disney holds no geographic boundaries. Kind of what has that been like, though, to be able to have this love for Disney and be somewhere where maybe it's a little bit tougher for you guys to get to one of the parks in the U.S.? Okay, well, um, it's definitely, it can be challenging, but, like, little things like having a family movie night and letting the kids pick out a movie, and, like, we actually just did this on Friday, and just making things a little bit more exciting for them. So, like, we made pizza, and we had pepperoni pizza, and the kids, like, literally just did Mickey all over the pizza, and then, um, yeah, like, just little things like that. Or we're actually quite lucky because there is, like, um, we have a science world here, and right now it's actually Pixar theme, so it's like the science behind Pixar, which we're actually going to try to go to this week. So, like, that's really cool because the kids will get to go and learn about how some of their favorite movies are being built, or even like my daughter's birthday is in November, and there's so many amazing um, little companies that do like princess parties, and you can hire like an Elsa to come and sing to your birthday. So, like, that's there's just so many little ways, I guess, that you can you can incorporate into your everyday life. And even just doing, like, little trips uh, to the Disney store and seeing what new products are out. The kids love it. And they have, like, little art sessions there, too. If you get their calendar, the kids can go and uh, hear a story time. Or, or um, yeah, like I said, if there's a new movie coming out, usually they're really good at having the kids come in and um, listen to about the movie and do a craft or uh, yeah there's there's actually quite a few things that you'd be surprised about and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this blog so you've went through the effort of creating this blog and creating the Instagram page kind of what are your ultimate goals that go along with that kind of how do you see your content evolving over time to kind of take it to the next level yeah, so basically, I just hope to create this environment for everybody who loves Disney just to be able to come together and support each other. And there's a lot of little mom shops I've found, whether they create candles or T-shirts or handmade Mickey ears to be able to get their product out, which will ultimately be saving uh, Disney travelers from Canada or even from the States. Uh, money on that end and yeah I just I just found myself constantly talking about it and my husband loves it as well but obviously not as much as I do and I was just talking to him about it all the time and it's actually nice to talk to people that actually enjoy it as much as I do so yeah it's just creating this this um, little community I guess is what I hope to do good deal and so kind of that same aspect is kind of the motivation for why I want to start the podcast. It's nice to be kind of completely immersed in the Disney community. Kind of what has been the most uh, surprising thing to you being fully jumping in and communicating with these people who love Disney just as much as you? Yeah, honestly, it's been so, uh, just so awesome. Like there's not really any competition, which I was very surprised really hesitant to start it because I was like okay there's so many blogs out there and there's so many amazing moms and people who get to visit the park every single day and I'm like why is are people gonna want to have that um, need to follow me when there's so many other people out there but it's actually been so amazing like people have reached out and you know what 
what you're doing is awesome or they're just so supportive of my idea and I just think being a part of of this is just like like I was just saying there's like no everybody's just really supportive and there's not really any competition which is I think unlike anything else and I think it's just people have that Disney spirit like everybody just wants to be happy when you're talking about Disney so yeah it's just been really amazing it's funny that you mentioned that that the the no competition aspect of it because that has been really surprising to me as well and particularly in my space i've reached out and talked to other podcast hosts and it the the just the warm welcome that all of them offer you would you would traditionally think in another um industry another market that there would be kind of a no i'm i'm fighting for those listeners the same ones that you are but in the disney community i think we all realized that, you know, the more good Disney content that we can produce, the the further that we can reach people and, and really get people to be able to receive that content that they're, that they're looking for. Oh, absolutely. I know. I've been really surprised about it too. Like, like I said, I was super hesitant at first and, and it's just like every morning, like I wake up and there's a new uh, message in my box, just people being like, oh, I absolutely love this. Or, or do you have advice on this? And I'm just, I'm so taken back by it all. And it's just like, I, yeah, it's just, people just love it. And it's very, it's very refreshing not to be, yeah, like you said, fighting for your spot. You just feel like you already just, yeah, it's it just, it's been really amazing. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, um, since Disney World is kind of my home park and Disneyland is kind of your home park, I'm going to Disneyland in just a couple weeks. Kind of what are some of the tips that you can offer to us? And I went to Disneyland once as a child. I don't really count that. So my wife and I are going. (laughs) What are some tips of what you can share with us as first time visitors? Well, one of the things like I've like I've said, I haven't. Um, I'm on the other end of uh, the table with you because you get to go to Disney World. But one of the and I haven't experienced it. But one of the things that I love so much, and I've been told that a lot of people notice it as well, is just the present of actual like being around Walt. It's it's just it's so magical, and I feel like you just feel that he's there, and uh, it, it's just it's so amazing. Like the fire hall, like I. I posted about it, um, I think last week, when you walk in and when you actually get to know the history behind the fire hall and that he actually had that built for his family and so that he could spend family time and still be able to walk uh, the park every morning and make sure that it was up to his standards. Like, that is so cool. So I would definitely, like, if you if you have the opportunity to do it, to book one of um, the tours there because they actually take you into his apartment I think would just be like so next level to see his creative space and see where he actually lived. And then I just also, a lot of the rides, like I know you guys have Pirates of the Caribbean, but like that was one of his favorites or it's a small world. So to be able to go on those rides and actually know that you created that like with his heart. And it's just, I think those are all just so amazing. And it's just like, it's just a small feel of you just, once you start to walk the park, you start to note it like, it just it just feels like home like you and I think you're just gonna love it but I I think definitely to just ride the iconic rides even though I know you guys have them sort of recreated at your park just to take just to actually like take in the magic with Walt um, connecting into the park is one of my biggest things for sure yeah it's interesting that you kind of mentioned earlier that 
coming from Disneyland that you're just kind of uh, looking forward to the expand the huge expansion of Walt Disney World and kind of it you know it's so much bigger than Disneyland and so many more things to experience but from my point of view I just like cannot wait to get into Disneyland and be in a more intimate setting and like you said just kind of walk in Walt's footsteps and and be able to experience exactly. the things and know that, you know, he touched this place, you know, this was his favorite meal and just kind of experience it in that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely, um, from what I've been told, cause I haven't been to experience other parks yet, but I've been told that it's just, yeah, like it's just next level that you can actually feel the presence of, of him at the park. So yeah, I think it's pretty special. Well, I am, so looking for it. And every conversation that I have about Disneyland just kind of amplifies that intensity and that the hype surrounding it. So uh, we are chomping at the, the bit other, to get there. Oh, yeah. And the other thing in California Adventure, Cars Land. I just, Cars Land is so next level. And I know you guys don't have um, anything like that at, in Disney World, but that was is also another one of our favorite places. Like just to walk down Radiator Springs, you literally feel like you're in the movie and the music and they just, they did such an amazing job. So you are absolutely going to love that because it's, it's pretty cool. I can't wait. And I, and I've told my wife that, you know, we're going to experience it around Halloween time. So we're going to see the Halloween overlays and the Halloween decorations. And I'm so excited for that, but I think it's even more reason that we need to visit again soon after that to experience the park without the decorations without the ride overlays without everything going along with that so we are oh yeah more excited yeah yeah it's pretty cool we're going to take a quick break to do our trivia giveaway question for this episode so the question is stitch is getting harder and harder to meet especially at disneyland in anaheim but there is one location where you can normally find Experiment 626. Where is that location, and what is the event that you can normally see him at? If you know the answer to this, great. Go to our website at detourtoneverland.com or our Instagram at detourtoneverland underscore podcast and be able to submit that answer for an entry to our Halloween giveaway. If you don't know the answer, I have the perfect place where you can find it. And it's at the canadianmomsketeer.com. Go to one of Crystal's recent blog posts titled Disneyland Character Dining, and the answer is hidden within that post. Now let's get back to it and hear the remainder of the interview with Crystal, who is the Canadian Momsketeer. Well, good deal. So I think we covered some really good topics. So the next things that we'll jump into is our lightning round. So I'll just throw out some quick Disney topics, and if you just kind of share the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, sounds good. All right, so the first one, we've kind of already hit on it, but just name the Disney parks that you've visited. Um, yeah, I've only been to Disneyland so far. And which one of the two parks is your favorite and why? Um, I think Disneyland because, like I was saying, it's very nostalgic and just knowing that you walk multiple steps is just one of my favorite things. So, yeah, Disneyland. Good deal. And so next would be a Disney bucket list trip. Oh, a bucket list trip? Um, I really want to go to and stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I want Savannah View with my children in the bunk bed and to be able to have my coffee and watch the giraffes. And yeah, so definitely uh, Disney World staying at Animal Kingdom is one of my big, uh, big to do's on my bucket list. Awesome. 
Next would be your favorite ride or attraction. Oh, okay. This is hard. But right now, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's so much fun. Uh, they did such a great job on it. And also the Radiator Springs Racers. My kids love it. I love it. It's such a good time. Oh, man. that The hype is real over here. I almost can't stand to just like, I, I just need to be there to experience these things. I'm, I know. I know. Even talking about it, I'm like, I just want to go back right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm we were just there like a few weeks ago. So, yeah. I'm probably one of the biggest Guardians of the Galaxy fans and one of the biggest Tower of Terror oh. fans. So, I just yeah. feel like I it's going to be the perfect ride for me. Oh, it's so much fun. Like, my son did Tower of Terror and he was only like seven. And uh, actually, that was a really cool story. One of my other, just if I can touch on this too, one of my huge bucket list things, which I feel like any Disney fan is, is to be able to go to Club 33. And my son did the Tower of Terror when he was quite little. And uh, when we got off the ride, we didn't even realize that we were sitting next to a Club 33 member. And he actually like turned to, turned to me, my husband and my son, and he's like, you know what, buddy, for being so brave, he handed us a whole bunch of uh, his fast passes that says like club 33 member enjoy any ride on. And I, we were just like, it was just so cool. So that was really cool. But yeah, the tower of care and uh, guardians of the galaxy six. It's just, it's so good. The music is like awesome. It's like straight eighties and Oh, you're going to love it. Oh man. Well, that's an amazing story that, that it, you're exactly right. That you never know who you're sitting next to and, and kind of what little spreads of magic that the other guests can offer you. Oh, exactly. I know. I was like, wow, this just like totally uh, was just how you would think like a Club 33 member would be like just to spread the joy and here you go. And I was like, oh, my gosh, when I walked away and I didn't even realize what it was at first. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even want to use the tickets after. I was like, I just want to put these in like my photo album. <laughs> That's funny. And they're so cool. Yeah. Next thing would be your favorite snack. Oh, my favorite snack? Okay, we love the pretzels. My kids could, like, live on pretzels, and when we're there, the jumbo pretzels and the cheese dip, we have to get it every single time. Yep, that is a staple for sure. Next would be your favorite Disney restaurant. Uh, okay, so I kind of have two. Um, one on the Disneyland side is the Blue Bayou. It's so good I, and I just think it's so cool to be able to dine inside the Pirates of the Caribbean so that is like really awesome and then on the California Adventure side there's a, uh, a restaurant called Wine Country and it's like right on the hill and if you actually get reservations in time for the parade it's like the perfect viewing spot and the food is super good and yeah that's my other favorite one. Those are both great tips so we do not have reservations for either of those but we're actually going to have to redo all of our dining reservations because we booked them before they announced what the uh, magic morning hours would be or the um, oh no and so we we had our park days flipped the wrong way so we're going to have to go back and do that so maybe I'll get the opportunity to snag some different reservations and oh and yeah I would definitely recommend doing both of those those are like yeah I love those ones good deal so next would be your favorite Disney movie. Okay, my favorite Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast, and I know you're asking about Disney, but Pixar, we love Toy Story and Up in our house. Perfect. Next would be your favorite Disney song.
Okay, this is really hard. Uh, I kind of want to say A Whole New World by Aladdin or Kiss the Girl from Little Mermaid. I love those two. And are you the type of person that you'll be playing Disney music like throughout the house or while you're working on something, writing yeah. a blog post? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like my son is getting into that funny age where, and, and like he gets a little bit embarrassed if you drop him off and there's music going. But I have a three-year-old as well, and uh, like right now we were loving Coco, so we'd be listening to Coco, and obviously it's like Spanish and and all that kind of stuff, and we don't even know half of the words. And my son's like, "Mom, can you please turn this down right now? Like it's so appropriate." But yeah, we love it. That's that's hilarious. So next would be your your favorite Disney quote, either from Walt himself or from any of the movies. Okay, I have three. So my favorite one from Walt is, all of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. And we love Just Keep Swimming by Dory and Adventure is Out There from Up. Perfect. And last one, kind of a doozy, what is your favorite Disney memory? My favorite Disney memory was the first time we took our kids to the park. I think I touched on this a little bit on my blog. Uh, my daughter, she was four or five at the time. And we, as soon as we walked in through the gates, Aurora was there. And she just like walked over to my daughter and whispered into her ear, good morning, princess. And it was like literally just so next level. My daughter like looked at me like, oh my gosh, she's real. She talked to me. And then like my eyes rolled up with tears because it was just like, it, it was just so amazing. So that's probably one of my favorite memories. So the last question is something we want to ask all of our guests. And I think it'll be really great for you since you're pretty new in this community uh, along with me. So kind of what, if there's, there's a piece of parting guidance that you can give to someone who is in a similar situation to you that you were just a few months ago, that they have these Disney hangovers and they want to kind of produce this content and really talk about Disney and jump into the community. What is a piece of parting guidance that you can give to that person? I honestly, like, I always just research. I go on and look at flights. I go on and look at which hotel I want to stay at next with my family because we like to try um, different hotels every time we go. Um I just think constantly researching and figuring out what would be the best fit for you and your family is a good parting advice. And that way you're, you're feeling like you're kind of taking away from that Disney hangover slash depression where you're like, okay, like, you know, you're going to go again and you're just figuring out what exactly is the best fit for your family. So I just think to research is, is such a great, uh, it just gives you the good feeling of knowing what's going on and what you could do to improve your, your trip and everything next time you go. That's perfect advice. That's great. So one last thing I wanted to hit on. I know that looking at your Instagram page, um, hopefully it works out that by the time this episode airs, you're already at 1000 followers, but just in case you're not, yeah. we want to send everybody over to your Instagram page. You'll be doing a giveaway at 1000 followers. Um, is that something that yeah. if someone follows along that they can expect as the page grows and as you are able to produce more content? Oh yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I just, I love to, um, like our last giveaway, um, the girl was like, I've never won anything in my life. And I just would love to be able to continue to pass a little bit of that magic on to all my followers. So definitely I'm going to do a giveaway. Uh, this has just been such a whirlwind. Like I was saying, like I started this page under two weeks ago and I'm just over 800 followers. So I wasn't expecting to 
to grow this fast. So it's amazing. So yeah, my next giveaway will be at a thousand followers. And after that, I'm going to say it'll probably each thousand to follow. And yes, every time I get more, more followers, the giveaways will just keep growing and yeah. So I'm very excited to be doing this. Well, good deal. Well, hopefully cross our fingers by the time that this episode airs, you'll already be crouching up on that 2000 uh, number. So people can be ready for that following that giveaway. Um, but everybody make sure you go follow, um, Crystal at the Canadian mouse or momsketeer, um, on Instagram, also the Canadian momsketeer.com, um, follow and get a unique perspective on the Disney parks. If you're Canadian, if you're American, if you're British, anybody I think can really find value in the content that you're pushing out. So Crystal, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners before we uh, head off? Um, no, I think we've covered everything and yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, uh, to have had this opportunity and I'm excited to follow you on your journey as well. Cause I think this is so cool and I know I'm kind of into this community, but I haven't seen a lot of podcasts regarding this and it, so far it's been so amazing. Uh, I've listened to the Disney mom panel one and, uh, yeah, there's just, it's so exciting. So I'm excited to follow you as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we will chat soon. And thank you so much again for coming on with me today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Visit our website at DetourToNeverland.com to catch up on the blog. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at DetourToNeverland underscore podcast. Have a great day.